Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. I need two more seconds. Sorry, I'm here. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks, as always, for making your way here, checking out the series. You know what to do. You like what you see, what you hear. Hit that subscribe button. I put out three new interviews every single week, so it's a great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists and discover some new ones as well. I'm Kyle Meredith. I am so excited and honored to have John Lurie as my guest this week. You know John from so many things. Uh, he's a cult icon, really, but uh, let, let's go through some of that uh, s- some of that resume, shall we? I mean, to start off with, the guy is as multi-hyphenate as you can get. Musician, painter, actor, director, producer. He co-founded the Lounge Lizards, uh, went on to act in, uh, I, I'm reading here, 19 films, of course, Stranger Than uh, Stranger Than Paradise, and Down By Law, two of the, uh, the most notable of those. Fishing With John, the television series he did in the 90s, was not nominated for a Grammy Award for the uh, soundtrack to Get Shorty, and now he is back with season two of what we can call his hit HBO show, Painting with John. John and I got to talk about uh, this new season right here, which once again uh, finds him creating his uh, his watercolor masterpieces while giving us some uh, some insights into his life, uh, philosophies, often bizarre adventures that he's uh, he's been on. John's going to take us inside the re-encouraged sketch that we get in this season called Cowboy Beckett that weaves through the new season, how it took inspiration from uh, Ennio Morricone. Uh, he tells us why he gravitated towards watercolors uh, right from the beginning and how he comes up with the titles to his paintings. If you've if you've watched this series, if you've even just seen his paintings, the titles they tend to tell complete stories in themselves, and I really wanted to hear about that. 
So we're going to get that as well. Uh, then we're going to discuss the joys and importance of swearing. It's a bit of a digression in this whole interview. It's a lot of fun. It's one of my probably my favorite part of the entire interview. Uh, I'll ask why he has portrayed himself as a wolf in his work, and we'll get the backstory behind some of the original music. Now, if you know about John, he uh, he has advanced Lyme disease, and that had him uh, had to retire from music some years ago. So it's very rare that he gets to compose, but he's composed a handful of new songs for season two of Painting with John. I'm going to splash those out throughout this show. You're going to actually hear some of those as we talk. I don't usually use uh, the music in the uh, in the uh, actual podcast here, but you're going to hear some of the music that John has composed for season two as well. So uh, when you hear stuff, that's that's what you're hearing. So let's do this talking about season two of Painting with John on HBO. It's Kyle Meredith with John Lurie. Somebody. Let me start out with it, complimenting you here. Uh, this series has been so much fun to dive into and watch and 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 laugh along and meditate with and, and everything. I mean, what you're doing is 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 so interesting. Um, and I know I'm not near the first person to tell you that. Just I just want to throw the congratulations at you first oh, for how much you. you enjoyed this. Well, actually, you know, I, I hit that weird moment about about a week ago where I suddenly went like. This this season is way different than last year, and everybody said how meditative and soothing it is. And now it's not meditative and soothing, and everybody's going to hate this. But I had that <laughs> weird, you know, like that weird, uh, you know, I was going along thinking you did this really brave, unusual thing, and then suddenly it was like, no, I want them to stop it. I'll give them back the money. They have to, you know, have just had one of those. So no, I appreciate you saying that. So I haven't got that so far yet with season two, you know, because it could have been like. He's ruined what was so beautiful. I did. <laughs> no, season two is great, but you do. You, I mean, you know, like like any big Hollywood uh, film, you, you up the ante a little bit on the sequel. You know, the uh, the sophomore album takes a little bit further. So what what was that? Because there are some obvious differences, but I'd love to hear what your thoughts were going into this, what you wanted to bring to the new season. Well, we struggled with season one where there was too much of just me talking at the table. And it's like, you got to give people something else to see. I mean, you you know, they look at my face and the painting and that's it. So I had to, and we struggled with like, you know, we put the elephant stuff in, but we just didn't have enough stuff away from the table outside the house or so, but then I thought maybe we went too far this year with like, there's a synchronized swimming and then there's, there's at least one Cowboy Beckett in every episode, sometimes two, and then and it seemed to jump around too much. Do you know what I mean? I think I think the first episode was a little disjointed, but I think it works. But after that, it sort of settles down. I, I can say that I didn't have that issue as, as a viewer, as a watcher. It was really fun, especially when I realized Cowboy Beckett was going to be a thing. I mean, also seeing that uh, Nezrin and, and Mary are... are, are um, seem to be taking a bigger role this season too. I mean, the, the, the three of you all playing off each other was one of the joys of that first season uh, as well. Where did Cowboy Beckett come from? Where did it come from? Uh, well, one, I, I started watching um, NYPD Blue late at night on channel 151. You know, some, some station that just buys the old show and it was really good, NYPD Blue. It's really well done that 
Dennis Francis acting as but so I started watching it every night, like late at night. And then after that, they'd have these old westerns on Rawhide, and I I can't remember the names of all of them. Have Gun Will Travel, and so and the dialogue was like, oh shit, these writers are like they want it to be Shakespeare, and they're not. So they like the writing is over the top and weird. You know, they're trying way too hard. So I sort of started. And then I was all, I always had been since I was young, like Ionesco and uh, those guys. So I just, but also I just wanted to make something that really didn't make any sense. And, and but so that you wouldn't, it wasn't like completely indulgent, but it didn't make any sense. But you would want to keep watching it. That that was my goal, you know. Yeah, the surreal Western type of things. Uh, it's a genre unto it. I started thinking of a little bit of like. Um, just that desert rock, you know, sometimes that would mix that surfability in with that desert blues and you'd get this weird sort of surreal music that would come out of that. And this, to me, this was the visual representation. Yeah, well, I actually also, but also I was always a big fan of the Marconi scores for the Leone movies. So, so I wanted to also do that, you know, so there's a da 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 you know, there's, there's that stuff. I don't know, it just sort of all felt, I know, it was just, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. Like, okay, I'll do Cowboy Beckett, you know, which actually was more like really Cowboy Ionesco, but Cowboy Beckett just sounds better than Cowboy Ionesco. <laughs> you're from, a, I mean, you're a little bit older than me, obviously. Uh, I say obviously, you're a little bit older than me. I seem to be older than everybody but Noam Chomsky at this point. <laughs> I'll just take some assumptions. A little bit older than me, and, and I know that you know, like cowboy culture was such a part of growing up. You know, like I hear about, for especially folks who came up in the in the fifties and sixties. I was thinking back to something you said in the first season, where it was just about doing something fun every single day, and 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 the whole thing about connecting with your inner adult, but not. And to me, like I thought, maybe this was your ultimate version of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Of all I, of that. I think yeah, it was. It was. It was fun to do. Except um, it was boiling hot in the house at that point, and we had to turn everything off, you know, the fans and the air conditioner. And so that was a little unfun, but but the rest of it was great. But um, yeah, 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 it really was. It was exactly that. It was like it was like building a fort in your in your living room when you, when you're nine, you know, or nine's actually too old for that, right? Seven. It's like it was kind of like that. I don't know if my 14 year old asked me to build a fort right now, I would absolutely build a fort right now. So, I'm, <laughs> you know, he probably won't, but. The painting, of course, the painting. It's, it, it is, I had never really, I don't think, paid attention to especially watercolor before this and watching the way when that brush hits it and the paint just explodes yeah. and takes root. It's ever, I don't get tired of seeing that. What drew you specifically to uh, to watercolor uh, versus all the other types? Well, I never liked acrylics because it's kind of plasticky. I like oil very much, but for a while me and Nesrin lived in Turkey and for a while we were in desert hot springs and there, you can paint in oils because it dries so fast that you can do like a layer and then add another layer without getting it all mucky. 
but I can't, I, I am not a patient person. And so I can't like, like on the island or in New York, I can't paint an oil because I can't wait, you know, and even if I've got like 10 going on, they don't dry fast enough. So watercolor, and it's just, you know, you can pick up a watercolor pad and brushes and paint and do it. You know, you don't need really even a studio. You just need a table and light and uh, it's really the convenience of it. But, 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 but you know, and now I'm much better at watercolor than I, I was at oil, but I do, but I don't even have an op the option to paint in oil right now. I don't have a setup to do it. Well, again, just watching how you create these worlds. I mean, and you've talked about that too, because I mean, obviously at the end of it, I think one of the most fun parts is seeing how you've titled it, because that really does draw the whole story in together. Is that for you, is that something that comes at the end or are you able to kind of visualize that world as you're approaching it? They usually, the titles usually come about three quarters of the way through, sometimes halfway through. If I have a title in mind, before I start, the painting gets a little contrived somehow. I've got to, they almost start as abstract paintings and then some colors and shapes in mind and then see what you got. And then, and then you, that's the sort of the test on me is then to make, you got to make a story and a character, you, you know, and so I don't always get there. Sometimes it doesn't, what, what is this work in blue number three? I, I, you know, I have to now come up with a title, you know, for them. Um, but that comes late, but that's kind of like, you know, finishing the puzzle, you know, like, like, I know there's an answer to what the title is, but I don't know what, you know. Does that give you a little bit more freedom once the, once that title does arrive? I mean, uh, at, at that point, it can go wider, I guess, wide scope. If yeah, you yeah, you, could, but, you know, you can wreck them too, you know. <laughs> and if you've been working for five weeks on this thing and then you have this idea, it's just like, oh man, I don't know. You know, you might, you could ruin it, you know. So then you want to be careful of that. So every once in a while, I chicken out. Like, no, I'm not going to try that. That would just, you know, because with watercolor too, it's not like you can't get, you know, you start to make mud if you do too many layers of things or you get rid of something too many times and you fuck up the paper. I can swear on this, right? Yeah, of course. Right? Sure, absolutely. You can swear pretty much everywhere now except for the networks, yeah? And ra ra Yeah, I think you can get away with even a few of those words anymore too. Like, uh, and, you know, there, there, there's lax. And the radio, general radio? No, you can't swear on the radio. I work in public radio on top of some other stuff that I do. And um, you can't, you know, we not, don't really not, blur shit anymore. You, like, you can swear on public radio? I can't say it, but the songs can. And the song can. And if you yeah. are interviewing somebody on NPR, they don't have cursing on NPR. No, so here's the thing though. If, if you're at the station I'm at and you cuss, yeah. I, I can't get in trouble. I, like It's not like I can get fined for that. But you know, like there's there's rules set up in place. But they won't bleep it out? They'll leave it? If you can bleep it out, I think they would. But but uh, it, it, it's just a lot easier these days. Like, you know, there's some obvious ones I think everyone's going to dodge. You know, the obvious, obvious ones. But some of the ones that used to be obvious, no more. Yeah. Cuss away. They're going to, they're going to play that, that, that Morgan Neville movie on Anthony Bourdain. They're gonna play that on CNN, and I wonder. I wonder if they'll, because the first I'm the first one in the movie, and I go, the fucking asshole committed suicide. It's like the first. So are they gonna? But CNN won't have fucking asshole on there, will they? I guess we'll see. I don't know the answer to that. 
I'm not saying I'm an expert, but uh, I, I've noticed that it is much more lax. You're probably just going to cut me out of the movie entirely. <laughs> the guy won't stop cursing. The other thing was, was that I wanted the show to be so kids could watch it. But then I didn't want to give up. There was actually a piece in there that we cut out for, about the importance of, of profanity and that profanity gives you a certain rhythm. You know, he's motherfucking crazy. It's just so much better than he's crazy. He's motherfucking crazy. You know, it's you kind of need it sometimes and sometimes it doesn't work so then i was going to try to not curse so because a lot of moms said well i was watching but then the one i got last year was like well i was watching last year and then you started talking about your penis so i i had to i had to turn it off so the kids you know i don't know i mean we all we were kids you know yeah. what you're exposed to you know what's real and what's not i think it's more th and more words. though no i mean i think it's more and more i mean i'm a kid way before you i, I mean there you yeah you didn't know anything when you when i was a kid you didn't you know what i mean right oh i see yeah no th those words were open to my my kid i i, I sort of took the uh, the danger out of them really quickly you know like like you know yeah say it it's fine i didn't fine. hear the Just word don't say fuck until you know i was playing football with older guys and i you know we had moved to a new neighborhood and i remember and I went home and said, oh, the new guys are so much fun. They said, oh, you're fucking fuck, fuck, fuck. And I was like, Chris, I'm like, and she was like, John? <laughs> so she was shocked. But they never cursed. My parents never cursed. I think it was beneath. I don't think it was like, because they were like Puritans so much as it was beneath them. It was like, you should be able to construct a sentence without cursing. You know, they were kind of like that. I get the challenge in that a little bit. Bringing it back in just. Okay. I thought it might be better for you. You don't have to come up with questions. I can just ramble and then we're done. I absolutely love that, by the way. You ramble as much as you want to, but. Uh... I had one, I, I'm just prepared because I had one the other day where the guy did the interview like he was cheating on a on a book report in school or so. So, so how do you feel about music? So what's your favorite film? It was just like, are you, are you You've done absolutely zero research to do this. What's your favorite color? So, okay. So I, I had to, I was sort of geared up for another one, you know. I'm hoping I, I I'm hoping I can get your trust a little no, bit. No, you got it already. You got it already. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. There was a, okay, there is one really specific thing and I don't know if I'm missing the mark here. So I, I'm going on the ledge on this one, but you know, one of the few times I think that you directly said, this is me in the painting, you were referencing you as a wolf. 
Oh yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Is that like, is that how you would usually portray yourself? Like, what was it about the wolf? Why a wolf? That's the question. Why a wolf? Actually, back in the old, like in the eighties, I remember um, making a painting. Uh, one was I made a painting for Kazu, you know, from Blonde Redhead. We used to live together, and it was a wolf sitting in a chair. And every night, Kazu would bring the wolf a beer. So. I don't really, you know, it's like, what's your spirit animal? I would never pick wolf. I don't know where that comes. I mean, but I, yeah, it would, I don't know what else. I want to paint another person in the Gore Vidal painting. And I didn't, this is me, the wolf. It just made more, I don't know. Plus also, I was in such a submissive position in that particular scenario where it's Gore Vidal and me trying to just stay out of his way or, you know. It's a hell of a great story on top of a lot of great stories. I think it's important to move a little bit every day. Stretch, even if you're tired or old or sick. Move a little bit. Go in the other room and dance while nobody's watching. I do want to quickly hit on the music, though. Is there new original music in this? Yeah, tons. Right, right. So this is that's that's big news too. There's a moment you and Calvin are doing this guttural yelling. Yeah, and it, it's I, God. I wish there was more footage in there about that because I, I like you know. So coming from the music side and everything, like I really enjoy seeing, of course, the process. But but especially seeing you all do that, like like when you're writing. That's not a typical thing. Most like that guttural yelling. It's just not typical, you know, as, as you would say in in the the, the mass culture, or whatever music yeah. or whatever. Like when you're coming up the songs, is that something you hear? No, no, no. That wasn't even intended. That wasn't even intended. There was um, it was kind of a Fela s kind of groove, and the horns, the trombones were, were supposed to do this call and response, and it was just like a fifth ba da ba da, but it didn't. It's still in there, but it didn't quite work. And there's this, there's these other horn lines going around it, but the bada, which was the main line, it didn't quite work. And so and me and Calvin always, when the Lancers used to play, he would just scream the whole night, like he'd be back there. Ah! And I would yell off, you know, to get the guys going, I would yell a lot. And so yelling is really part of it. And then I just said, well, let's, have me and Calvin yell over that, which also, I don't know if people are going to catch this, but what, so we're both yelling and it's really, you know, alpha, that's very wolf-like and it's really, but I've got all these things wrong with my body now. And so I got my eyes closed and I start to yell and the vertigo kicks in and I'm about to go flying across the room. So I reach out to Calvin and to catch my balance and the way he grabs my arm to support me, but doesn't stop from yelling. Just, that moves me more than anything in the show. It's like, why? Because, you know, Calvin's one of these people, he's like, you try to explain what Lyme disease is, and it's just like, well, are you sick or you're okay? I don't get it. You know, but that he was, the, that he that he intuitively grasped that, that, that I was in a bit of trouble and reached out to, like, just, like, give me his arm. That's my favorite thing in, the, in both seasons, actually. It's like, but, Maybe only, I mean, Nezrin could see it, but I don't think many people will see that. Now that I've explained it, I've probably ruined it for everyone, but what the fuck? Yeah! Oh, 
had a heartwarming moment. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Uh, John, I absolutely love what you do. Uh, both these seasons have been such a treat to watch. I, I hope these do continue. All right, Kyle. John, it really was a pleasure. All right. Bye, Kyle. Thanks. My thanks to John Lurie again. The second season of Painting with John is out now on HBO. Well, it's just started anyway on HBO. Big thanks to John. Big thanks to you as well for checking out the episode. Please do hit that subscribe button before you get out of here. Again, new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with... And then after that, do me a favor, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, uh, mostly on Twitter, also uh, Instagram and Facebook, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Oh, you, you're jumping off because you're worried about time, but I just rambled on. So if you have more questions, I'll give you, you can get another four minutes, right? It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Hey there, it's Kyle Meredith from Kyle Meredith With. After you check out the latest episode of my show, uh, be sure to check out some of our other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network, including Standing BTS, a bi-weekly podcast covering all things BTS and ARMY, and The Opus, Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.